0: Woodside Church Podcast. Well good morning to you all and my name is Martin, Martin Tibbet. Uh, I am going to be speaking this morning and in fact I begin a new sermon series and we have chosen the theme of this series to be this, to be a season of hope, a season of hope. Now, now let's be honest it probably doesn't feel too much like that this is a season with much hope in it. But we are aware that this could easily become, if you like, a season of darkness, but we want it to be a season of hope. In fact, as we look towards Christmas, the Christmas season is a season of hope. So that's what we're seeking to do. Uh, Over the next few weeks, we're going to be trying to shift our perspective from some of the things that we're coping with and that's not to deny them in fact it's to acknowledge them but even in the midst of difficult times to find hope in this moment so yeah the series is going to be called a season of hope and i begin by looking at this. The title this morning is Hope. God is our source. Romans fifteen thirteen, Paul writes these words. One of the early leaders in the Christian church, he said it very succinctly like this. He writes these words. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Now, let's be honest. Right now, our attention is understandably really focused on our predicament at the moment. We've got the challenge of COVID, we've got the economic fallout and the economic uh, outworking of what is happening, how the government are seeking to Uh, support the whole economy and it is understandable isn't it that actually our hope would be on things other than God we're probably hoping aren't we I know I am I'm hoping that the testing system is provided and, and found that can respond rapidly to any outbreaks of Covid I'm hoping that there's gonna be even more medical advancements that mean that we can cure anyone who catches COVID. And of course, we're hoping, aren't we? And we're praying that there will be a vaccine found very soon. There's glimmers of of hope, isn't there, that this will be delivered sometime soon. And we're hoping for these things. We Also, have got our mind on the economy. We're hoping that the shockwave of what's going on won't be as bad as some are predicting. We're hoping that businesses will not fail and that people's jobs will be okay. I know personally for Dawn and I, one of our daughters works in London at a head office for one of the large retail stores. And we're hoping for the success of that business because without it, our daughter will be without a job. And the list goes on and on. And I'm sure you could add your own specific things as well. We may add also about the deal with the with the EU the, in light of Brexit. There are many, many things that we're hoping for and we're praying for. But the Bible is clear that our hope and the source of our hope is not in these other things, but they're in God. But that's quite a a leap to make isn't it let's be honest uh many of us will be so reassured if and when the things that i've mentioned and maybe other things come to pass and we can say yes god has provided and we're praying that god will provide these things but actually the bible suggests that we should place our hope and more than that find our hope in god that he would be our source so how do we Get from where we are now to a place where we see that God is the source of our hope. And I'd like to look uh, look at one of the Psalms, Psalms forty-two, which is a remarkable Psalm. See, Psalm forty-two weaves in three different themes, and they come, they keep coming and appearing, and another one comes through, and another one comes through. But these three themes very much summarise the predicament we find ourselves in today. And I believe God's given us this psalm to help us to find a way back to God and a way of reminding ourselves that actually he is the source of our hope, not something else. Those three intertwining themes are external pressure pressing into the psalmist. Things going on around him that he seemingly has no control of, external things pressing in. There's also a clear internal emotional turmoil where he is feeling deep, deep doubts, deep spiritual depression. Struggling with his mental health and he's trying to grapple with all that's going on. But there's a third theme that weaves through this psalm. And that's a theme of a godly man who's fighting for hope. I'd love to read you from Psalm 42. It goes like this. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. Where can I go and stand before him? Day and night, I have only tears for food, while my enemies continually taught me saying, where is this God of yours? My heart is breaking as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshippers, leaving a great procession to the house of God, singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of great celebration. Why am I so, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my savior and my God. Now I am deeply discouraged, but I will remember you. Even the distant Mount of Hermon, the source of the Jordan from the land of Mount Mizar, I hear the tumult of the raging seas, as your waves and surging tides sweep over me. But each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me, and through each night I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. O oh God, my rock, I cry, why have you forsaken me? Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? Their taunts break my bones. They scoff. Where is this God of yours? Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my saviour and my God. Do you see those Three themes interweaving that's this external pressure there's the internal emotional turmoil that that sense of spiritual depression and, and and struggling with with his mental health but then there's this theme also of fighting for hope we need to fight for hope we need to find a way to turn a season of darkness into a season of hope I'm sure like me, there are hundreds of times when you have found yourself calling out to God uh, in, in a place of desperation and a place when outside pressure or internal emotional turmoil is going on. I know for me, there are countless, probably hundreds and hundreds of times while I've been involved in leadership. Uh, When I've reminded myself, Martin, hope in God, hope in God. Even when it feels like everything else is saying the opposite should be done. I believe from this psalm, Psalm 42, there are five helpful steps almost. Or helpful principles that we can apply into our setting. And these principles will help us to fight for hope, to fight for hope, not to be reliant on what may or may not happen externally, but turn to God and fight for hope that can be found in him and in him alone. The first one is this. He asked God, why? He asked God, why? Verse nine says this. Why have you forgotten me? Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? It looks like that God has forgotten him. In fact, I'm sure that's not true, but it feels like to the writer of the psalm that God has forgotten him. But God hasn't forgotten him. God is fully aware of all that's going on in his life and of course in our life too. But what's happening here is the psalmist is processing his disappointment. He's crying out to God in in, in real deep emotion that there's, there's nothing pretense, there's nothing just putting on a show here. This is deep emotion of how he's feeling. Do you know it's so important that we learn to process our disappointment, not pretend that somehow things are okay, and to cry out to God with real emotion of how we are feeling. I know many years ago, some of you will know, I was very unwell, and in fact, nearly lost my life. And I remember when I was at my lowest, in tears, crying out to God, why, why, why? I was living and felt I was living with so many promises and then suddenly this came across and nearly took me out of the game. So important that we process and we come to God and ask, why, Lord? Why? I'd encourage you to do that. God wants us to be real with him. In fact, it's only when we can be real, we can actually go through the journey that we need to go through, finding God in the midst of all of our circumstances. He cried out, why God, why? We also saw that he expressed that his heart was breaking. Did you notice that he, he reflected, said, my heart is breaking, I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshippers leading the great procession to the house of God. How well can we identify with that now? Oh, we so long to be together again where we can sing, where we can worship God together corporately. We cry, Lord, why, why, why? Secondly, in the midst of this expression of despair, he then affirms God's sovereign love in his life. Verse eight says this, But each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me. You see, he never stops believing in God. He never allows his adversity to to, to derail him from trusting in the love of God. And thirdly, he sings. Verse eight again, but each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me and through each night I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. These are not songs of jubilation. Uh, These are not celebration songs. These are heartfelt songs. They're prayers being sung, pleading for God to break in. And fourthly. He preaches to himself. Do you see that in verse five? He says this. Why am I discouraged? He's talking to himself. He's preaching to himself. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my savior and my God. Do you know, those of us who have been recording our preaches, we've got used to preaching to ourselves. Uh, Boy, I'm telling you, I miss a a room full of people of of faces that many of them are nodding and smiling. Even the ones that fall asleep. I, I wish we had those today. And even the amens and the hallelujahs. Oh, I long for those moments. But he preaches truth to himself. He reminds himself of who God is. He says, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart sad? I will put my hope in God and fifthly and most importantly he thirsts for god at the beginning of the psalm it begins like this as the deer longs for streams of water so i long for you o god i thirst for the god, for god the living god john piper He spoke briefly, brilliantly on this psalm, which I found particularly helpful. He says these words. What makes this so beautiful and so crucial for us is that he is not thirsting mainly for relief from his threatening circumstances. He is not thirsting mainly for escape from his enemies or for their destruction. He is thirsting for God. As we move towards Christmas, we must remember that Jesus was named Emmanuel, God with us. And so as we try and grasp and get our heads around what's happening at the moment, all the I don't know if this is going to happen, I don't know if the vaccine is going to come out soon enough, I don't know, I don't know we can be reassured that the one we worship is the one that was declared as Emmanuel, God with us. So God is one that we can approach. God is one that we can find. And when we find God, we find that he is the source of hope. So I encourage you, I encourage me not to put our hope in what we long for, to take us away from this predicament. Although, of course, we pray for those things and we trust God in the midst of those things. But actually, the Bible says our hope comes from God. So we cry out why. We express what's going on. We affirm God's sovereign love. We sing prayers to God, we preach to ourselves, we make sure that we speak truth into our lives, and we thirst for God. We have external pressures pressing in. We have internal emotional struggle that's real. But this Psalm helps us to know how to fight for hope. And I believe as we fight for it and we keep fighting for it, we find God and we discover that he is the source of hope. Hallelujah. I'd like to finish just by simply praying the very short prayer that Paul wrote about God being the source of hope in Romans 15. I'd like to pray for you. I'd like to pray for me. I'd like to believe that together we can hang on to God and discover that he's everything we need for today. Let's pray together. Dear God, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him, then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. I wish I had longer to share with you. Let's continue to fight for hope. Let's fight, let's let's press in. Let's find God in the midst of such challenges, and we will not be disappointed because our Lord is the source of hope. Amen. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.